Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast, brought to you by the team behind BikeRadar.com, Cycling Plus and MBUK magazines. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe. And if you can do so, leave us a rating on your podcast provider of choice. It really helps us reach other cyclists like you. Hello and welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast. I'm Jack Luke and today I'm joined by Ashley Quinlan and Simon Von Bromley. And today we are going to be talking through everything we know so far and what we're expecting from Shimano's two new drop bar group sets which we're expecting to launch this year and those are a new version of GRX, Shimano's gravel bike group set series and a new mechanical version of 105 Shimano's sort of middle of the road entry level ish road bike group set. Before we get stuck in though very briefly Ash how are you today and are you excited about new group sets this year? I am excited about new group sets this year, yeah. Um, but no, I'm very well, thank you. Um, been incredibly busy recently, knocking through lots of seasonal reviews for our site, for our site. So that's been uh, has been really good, and we're already looking forward to uh, testing headlights and rear lights in preparation for the winter season. Already, I mean, as we record this, it's what early July. It is so- the fifth of July, and Ash is about to head out at. 10 p.m., 11 p.m. for the next couple months, along with Alex Evans to do our horrible yearly lights test. And I'm so thankful I'm not doing it. (laughs) You're very welcome. Simon, how about you? How has your week been? And are you excited for new group sets this year? Yeah, all good. Thanks, Jack. Um, Was out the Tour de France last week. So that was in Bilbao, Spain. So that was very, very, very fun. And uh, lots of good content from that on bikeradar.com and on Bike Radar's YouTube channel. So if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend you check it out if you like road bikes and racing. And yeah, I am very excited for the release of these new group sets, particularly because they, the ones that we, the, the sort of snippets and leaks that we've seen so far, they are mechanical. And I had uh, lamented the demise <laughs> of the high-end mechanical mm. group set. So it, it's, re- it's refreshing and reassuring to see that Shimano is still in the game. Right, before we get stuck in, let's just give the listeners a bit of a brief overview of the situation today. So, uh, Ash, I'm going to go with you first, since I know you're testing the new DI2 version of 105. But yeah, where are we at with 105 right now? Uh, so, 105 got an update ooh, last year, um, and uh, essentially, Shimano brought up just a DI2 electronic shifting version. First DI2 version of 105. Uh, indeed, yes. Um, it's it, it has 12 speeds, uh, but essentially it mirrors that which we've seen for Ultegra and Dura Race up to this point, which is fairly 
common for Shimano. They they use this uh, trickle down technology uh, model. Um, so yeah, things are things are fairly similar. Some bits and pieces on that group set are, aren't quite the same as um, as they are for Altegra and Dura Ace. Um, but so uh, you have to read my review for that when I eventually oh. get around to to um, writing that one up. But um, yeah, essentially the big story was prices had gone up and. Um, it was only electronic shifting. Bang on. Correct. 105, we do still have the mechanical version floating around. It's commonly specced on many complete bikes. I, goodness me, I'd have to actually check. I think that was probably updated, what, 2019, 18 oh, maybe, maybe, thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, a fair while ago in the grand scheme mm, of things with road yeah. bike group sets. And, yeah, kind of Shimano's top-end current mechanical group set, if that makes sense. Though that all looks set to change. Now, Simon being very cruel and putting you on the spot, because, you know, you like riding bikes, but you're not really a gravelly guy. But I'm still going to ask you about GRX nonetheless. Tell me kind of what GRX looks like today. So GRX today uh, looks a little bit behind the curve compared to Shimano's road group sets in that it is still, uh, whilst all of Shimano's high-end road group sets, so that's, as as Ash just said, uh, 105 Di2, Ultegra Di2, and Durace Di2 are all 12-speed, Currently, Shimano GRX is all still 11 speed. Uh, now, it is available in 2 by or 1 by form, and there is a, DI, a single DI2 version available at the top end, but that DI2 version is kind of more of an Altegra level uh, group set, shall we say, than a kind of flagship, you know, Dura Ace GRX uh, group set. So it also uses currently Shimano's HG standard free hub, which limits the kind of smallest cassette cog to an 11 tooth cassette cog. And um, obviously, so, you know, that that's kind of tricky because while SRAM and uh, Campagnolo have moved over to uh, smaller cassette cogs, such as the 921 on Eckhart and the 1021. Totally little cog. Yeah, the 1021 on uh, the SRAM Axis group sets or XPLR group sets, I should say. Having the smaller cassette cog kind of helps increase your range, basically. And so, without that, you you can have the eleven tooth. But then, you know, if you want a bigger gear, you have to run a bigger chain ring. But then, obviously, that bigger chain ring, you know, increases your gear size at the other end as well. And so, it's kind of it's kind of been slightly it's kind of been slightly tricky for that re- re- for that reason. Yep. And GRX hasn't seen an update since two thousand and nineteen. So, you know. Again, nothing wrong with GRX, still a perfectly good group set. We all enjoy riding very, very much. But in the cutthroat world of group sets, we're always after the new. And we have indeed been sleuthing. And the first of these two was sighting of a new GRX group set at Unbound in May. And interestingly, that was actually a mechanical group set we spotted. Simon, give me, give me the gossip on this one. So I think the obviously the the big the big things that we noticed were that one it had gone to twelve speed, which was which was interesting because I think this is the first twelve speed mechanical group set that we had seen from Shimano at at the time. Um, it's also moved to what appears to be a ten to forty five tooth cassette, big old rear. cassette, big old like mountain bike cassette basically. And yes, the ten tooth kind of cog at the lowest end is significant because that suggests that GRX is going to move to a micro-spline free hub, which is the same free hub as Shimano uses on the mountain bike side. So it looks like there's going to be a lot more crossover between GRX and uh, 
you know, a kind of Dior XT things that Shimano has on the mountain bike side. And funnily enough, the new 12-speed GRX Duralia happens to look a lot like oh, a Dior a lot Duralia. Like, yeah, it really does. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are subtle differences there, but the overall like architecture, so like pivot points, that kind of thing, like it looks really similar to, um, yeah, the mountain bike version. One thing we've sort of reading between the lines sort of guessed here, particularly with the shift to uh, microspline, is that there could be the possibility that Shimano will uh, bring together its cable pool ratios. So that's the amount of cable that's pulled through a shifter for every given click uh, between its mountain bike and drop bar group sets. Historically, back in the nine-speed era, Shimano shared its cable pool ratio across all of its group sets. But since the 10-speed era onwards, they've sort of diverged, which has meant the now very popular mullet drivetrain is not really a possibility with Shimano out of the box. There are cable pool ratio converters, but they're a bit of a bodge rather than an out of the box solution. Ash, mm. given the option, would a mullet drivetrain appeal to you at all in the Shimano world? Or would you be sticking with SRAM's perhaps better established mullet drivetrain options? Or are you simply an old school two-by kind of guy? <laughs> I am an old school two-by kind of guy, I'm afraid. Um, Absolutely fine. No shame in this podcast studio. No, uh, well, I'm glad about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think... It, it's nice to have the option. Should we should we get that option? Um, I'd like I'd like to see it. Um, even if it just offer, offers riders just better customizability of their bikes and their drivetrains, how they want to ride. Um, yeah, and and it just goes as far as that. Really, I think mm-hmm. I think we're we're in a we're in an era at the moment where drivetrain technology is kind of becoming the same across the board, and mm. it all performs to a very high standard. So, how do you stand out from the crowd? in a funny sort of way you you kind of need to offer that customization it doesn't necessarily deliver you more performance it could offer you a bit more value if you wanted mm-hmm. to buy some cheaper components across the across certain areas of your group set that'd be quite nice to be able to do um but it's just something that shimano isn't offering at the moment and in a world of have and have nots you kind of need to be yep totally agree with that i mean from my perspective inter- intercompatibility is never a bad thing Shimano has sort of played a bit of a blinder with Qs, though it doesn't come without criticisms, as while Qs is sort of broadly compatible with everything, it does sort of forget the fact, well, it's not compatible with the old stuff. But anyway, in an ideal world, new GRX will work with the 12-speed mountain bike stuff because options are good. Why not encourage that? Why not have a world where you can share parts? And it could be as simple as like, oh, I cannot buy a GRX trailer because there's none available. I'll use this mountain bike one instead. That always appeals to me. Now, Simon, apart from that, there's quite a lot that's quite similar to GRX. Mm. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it is. I think in terms of, you know, crank set, the chain ring that we saw, we've only seen it in one by form so far, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm going to say chain ring. Uh, the shifters as well appear to be very similar also. And so, yeah, I mean, that's about it. The brakes uh, look like the new kind of mm-hmm. uh, Ultegra R81000. Well remembered, very good. Yeah, yeah. R81000 brakes. So I expect they are identical with the, with the exception of the GRX branding, I, I would have thought. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. The ergonomics of the current shifters are good. Really good, I don't yeah. think they're the best-looking shifters on the market, but it's obviously it's tricky to make mechanical shifters much smaller when they have hydraulic reservoirs in them and or kind of all the gubbins. So I, I, I kind of had hope for a little bit. You know, I think SRAM's uh, recent launch of its Apex Mechanical, for example, mm-hmm. I thought they did quite a, a good job at making the new mechanical shifters not too much bigger than the 
uh, wireless electronic ones. And it looks like Shimano hasn't really put any effort into that, which is a bit annoying. Brutal, yeah. Um, They are really similar, the shifters. Of course, the guts will have been changed to accommodate a 12-speed shifting mechanism. But like, really, you are right. The the shape is, as far as I can tell from the photos we have, identical. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, so yeah, the crank is also looks identical as well, you know, which may not be a bad thing if, if, as we say, that kind of brings a level of intercompatibility. You don't need to upgrade your cranks to move to 12 speed. You can just upgrade your chainring. That would be, that would be, I'd be absolutely fine with that because Shimano has had a history in mm. the past, you know, say with the latest Durace and Ultegra, you know, they're still using a four by 110 BCD uh, bolt circle diameter, but the the arms of the chain rings have been subtly changed, meaning you can't just really swap on the old ones. They won't be an aesthetic match. Oh, you know, they did. They've done that with every generation of their last every. Yeah, I, I think the last three or four that. generations of their crank sets to just subtly change the the crank arm shape, just so the old ones don't don't aren't a perfect match. How frustrating! Yeah, the things we don't know we should say with GRX is, for example, we don't know whether there'll be a two by option. I mean. We do know there'll be a 2 We assume there will be. We'd be very surprised if there wasn't. It's Shimano at the end of the day. They've been really steadfast in committing to two-by drivetrains. I'd be astonished if they dropped that for GRX. The bigger question is around DI2. Again, like you'll need to look at the market to see that people want electronic drivetrains. There will be a DI2 GRX drivetrain, but we haven't seen any of it yet. We haven't heard any good gossip on the ground about new group sets. This is all we've got so far. And it looks pretty promising, though. People love mechanical group sets. It will be interesting to see if Shimano does anything to the hood shape of uh, of a potential new GRX mm. Di2, because obviously, you know, when the original launched, it was very different to the to the road version with a much more pronounced uh, kind of top to the hood that enabled you to really hook your hands mm-hmm. in place, and they wouldn't slip off the front because uh, the road shifters at that time were kind of comparatively quite small. Now, some of us wondered if they would then port that across to the to the 12-speed road group sets, but they didn't. Yes. So, so oh, sorry, go on. Well, I'm just going to say, you know, so will we see a continuation of this gravel-style Di2 uh, shifter, or will they kind of port across the the, the well-established shape that we now see on Durace 9200, Ultegra 8100, and Shimano uh, 105 7100? We will we wait to see. I'd, I'd rather, I'd prefer that they kept it different, if I'm honest. Um, I think the demands for a gravel rider and the vast you know, the, the the plethora of kind of riding you do for gravel and your interaction with the bars is going to be entirely different and the levers mm. and the hoods. It's very different from what you get on the road. So actually, it might be nice to see the, the svelte design we see now on the road, but I think practically speaking, there's no harm in having something that looks a little bit different for for you know for the future of, of GRX and I, th- I think you know horses for courses in that respect one thing we'll come on to very very soon on the 105 side I would hope as well that Shimano with its 12 speed 105 mechanical will re- retain the same capable ratio as the 12 speed GRX that's certainly the case with 11 speed stuff now I have a friend for example who uses older Altegra 6800 shifters with a more modern Shimano GRX group set and he really likes this app Partly because I gave him the shifters for free, so I think that's probably why he likes it so much. But I think um, <laughs> I think the uh, that sort of compatibility would give you that option to use road shifters if you so wish. But just very briefly before we go into one of five, do you ever worry about what information we push out of our brain remembering Shimano products? <laughs> like I'm kind of ashamed to think that like I pretty confidently could identify from numbers any Shimano road bike group set component from the last like five years. Yeah, yeah. But I like the fact that they have them though. 
That is true. That is very, very true. It means you can be very specific about referring to an individual part. And you don't have to say, no, not that one. No, not mm. that one. Like, no, the one with the red, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's it's nice to be able to say, you know, the Shimano FC-R9200-P Dura's power meter. <laughs> it's nice if you're the sort of person that records podcasts like this. Anyway. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> On to 105 12-speed mechanical. Now, as Ash mentioned, DI2, uh, sorry, the 105 DI2 group set launched a little bit later last year, but we have been waiting to see whether Shimano would release a mechanical version, and it was a genuine question mark. Mm. SRAM, particularly on the roadside, has until very recently all but abandoned mechanical group sets for drop bar bikes. I do expect that'll change. We've just seen the new Apex group set the mechanical version, which is more gravelly than anything. But still, you know, mechanical group sets appear to have come and gone a little bit in the road bike world. That all changed as we were tramping the halls of Eurobike and spotted, perhaps, I suspect, much to the upset of Shimano, <laughs> the new 12-speed mechanical 105 group set on a Coratec bike. Ash, what do we know so far about the new 105 mechanical group set? Well, it's more or less everything you might hope it to be. Um, we, when Simon said earlier that we lamented, or he lamented the uh, loss of mechanical group sets at a higher level, and I, and I did too. Um, you know, there was no twelve-speed mechanical offering on the road for for Shimano, um, and I I have genuinely lost count about the amount of times people the people who know that I work in the industry have asked, "Oh, are we going to see a twelve-speed Shimano one hundred five group set?" And I've hand on heart, I've never been able to say yes or no, or you know, I've not been able to give them a solid answer to that question. Of course, now we've seen a twelve-speed version of it at Eurobike. Now I'm fairly confident there will be one coming soon. Very soon, we expect. Yes. Yeah, if it's already out there on bike, uh, as in with brands. Yeah, it's a sure bet that Shimano. I'm guessing here will launch it probably later this year. There's, there's no real. It's quite an interesting thing. That this is very boring industry chat. <laughs> but like, you know, like you can go. Oh, there'll be a new, you know, top end group set around the Tour de France because everyone's looking. But like, when 105 will come? Don't know. Do you know? There's like no like real. You know, unless it was like the world's biggest sportive or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no like, real event for it. But I, I think you're right. I think this year it'll definitely be here. If it's already out in brands, I mean, if it's already out there being leaked, I'm sure we'll learn a lot more between now and an official launch. But anyway, yes. what else do we know so far about 105? Uh, well, the, the the model that we saw, yes, it had 12 speeds. Um, it was also a disc brake group set as well. So there's no positive or negative confirmation mm -hmm. that we may have a rim brake version, which I know is also something that some have lamented and missed. Um, it'd be nice to see something at that level, although... Personally, I doubt it, but you never know. You reckon? I reckon. At, I reckon at this moment, I'll put my head on, uh, you know, on the chopping block. <laughs> if, I, if I'm wrong, then uh, yeah, you can you can call call me on it later. It may come even further down the line, but I'm not entirely sure it's on its way. Mm. Would it Would it be possible? No, it wouldn't be possible to use old shifters. No, because no, they'd have 11 speed internals. Maybe I, you could use a GRX 12 speed shifters on it or something. But then that. They don't do rim brake GRX no. shifters. I think just looking at the market, like like 105 is quite different in the way it's placed now. Bikes have got way more expensive. And I think on the price that 105's generally specced, I I'd have to I'd really have to look for this, but I could couldn't recall off the top of my head a 105 equipped, 11 speed 105 that is equipped rim brake group set bike 
off the top of my head. I, I, I think that all discs for the most part, and Tiagra and Below, which is now being replaced by Q's, is more that sort of rim brake group set. So with regret, uh, Ash, I think you're probably right. I think so too. Are there any rim brakes in Q's? Uh, not so far. No, so, so far. you know, it would if there was a rim brake 105, that would leave it as the sole rim mm. brake option in Shimano's catalogue. It does kind of seem like they're just abandoning rim brakes. Possibly. To be fair, on the Q side, we haven't actually seen drop bar shifters. We know they're coming, like Shimano's hinted as much, and they've been typically vague, but it will come. There may well be rim brakes as part of that. I think you could be right, which I think is a real shame. It's a real shame. I like a rim brake group set. Uh, people do buy 105 as an upgrade group set as well. That's certainly how I did it back in the day. Buy a big old crate of blue boxes from a cheap <laughs> online reta retailer and refresh your bike. And that would sort of abandon a lot of our rim brake squidgers in the audience, which is a great shame. Elsewhere, uh, we noticed that the 105 12-speed mechanical group set has stuck with the direct mount standard, which is unusual as on the GRX side, it seems to have all been about abandoned. Ash, what is direct mount? And Simon, have you ever used a bike with a direct mount derailleur? We'll go with you, Ash, first. I'm so glad when you asked me that, I actually sort of my eyes strayed across the bullet point where I've got the explanation right in front of me. Well done. Very good prep. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but no, essentially, it's, it's direct mount um, interfaces are claimed to create, create a stiffer interface between the frame and the rear derailleur. That is said to improve shifting quality. Now, uh, whether whether or not it does or doesn't is is kind of up for debate, and whether you can actually feel it or not mm. is is an, is another thing. But if the, if if Shimano are working within tighter tolerances, you know, you know, we know that their twelve speaker set runs on an eleven speed or the old HG free hub, mm -hmm. for example, and that means that you know you're you're squeezing more sprockets into the same space. Therefore, your tolerances are going to be slightly tighter, even with a narrower. Um, mm -hmm. chain mm -hmm. so theoretically it probably makes a slight difference compared to not using it for a 12 speed uh, group set but but you know it essentially that's what it's there to do um there's it's still designed to sort of give way uh where you know and sacrifice itself in uh it sacrifice itself but then you know you're, you're you're putting the derailleur under a little bit more pressure if you know you do have a crash and um that the derailleur may 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 break i've, I've seen a broken derailleur recently from one of our colleagues who shall remain nameless <laughs> um and it's it's quite the uh it's quite the shearer so it's uh yeah it's a fun it's a funny one I'm, i don't know whether i like it or dislike it to be honest to give context, Shimano's existing 11-speed, actually all its road bike group sets, um, include what they call the B-knuckle, which is a small alloy plate which sits between the derailleur and is designed to mount on a typical derailleur hanger, which sits below uh, roughly the dropout. Uh, on direct mount, it's more of a, a it's, it's kind of like SRAM UDH, but kind of not in that it is specific to each bike. It's not a universal hanger, but it's like a larger, generally speaking, machined alloy hanger, which sits just behind the dropout between the cassette and mounts, as the name suggests, directly to the derailleur. Um, it's not very often seen, and in fact, I couldn't really call, recall many, if any, stock bikes which have a direct mount derailleur. Generally, it's like an aftermarket option or a separate option offered by a brand, which leads me to my next question, Simon. Have you used a bike with a direct mount derailleur, and do you have any thoughts on it? No, I don't believe that I have. I mean, in theory, you're removing the kind of B-knuckle part of that derailleur, and it you know, that that just seems like a bit of an extraneous part that mm. you don't really need. And if it's kind of a stiffer interface, a simpler interface, you know, that's kind of better. I don't I don't really know why it hasn't been adopted. Normally when Shimano, you know, being one of the biggest <laughs> bike brands yeah. in the world, pushes these things, 
everyone gets on board really quickly. So I don't I don't know if it was just the expense of creating, you know, as you say, because a it is a second derailleur and a hanger rather. Yeah, it's not like SRAM UDH where you know it's one for every bike. This is you need a specific one for every single frame. And maybe mm. the maybe bike brands were just like, nah, we, you know, we're not creating. <laughs> mm. You know, we we don't want to spend loads of money on creating creating these when you know we think derailleur standard derailleur hangers are fine i mean funny enough when this came out and and you when this article was published sorry jack and you uh, <laughs> pointed out that it was still a thing i actually went and looked it up to see you know, if i wanted one for my giant tcr how much does it one cost. make one does someone make one there are yeah they're kind of like f- third party people make them giant doesn't make them you know i could, I could probably pick one up for about 30 or 40 pounds mm-hmm. which seems like quite a lot of money it's really to replace a derailleur hanger yeah so yeah. so that that might be why it hasn't kind of caught on but you know yeah i think like if my bike came with one i'd probably be quite happy about it but the fact that it isn't there I, do i really miss it Mm. Ash makes it, you make quite an interesting point there around the increase in cogs. I rode a Campagnolo Eckar equipped bike for a little while, and that's 13 speed. That's a whole lot of cogs and not very much space. It was very good. Like the group set was really nice and performed very well, reviewed very well on bike radar, but it was very, very sensitive to hangar alignment, which on a gravel bike, not ideal. But once, <laughs> yeah. once straightened out, like it, it did work very well. Perhaps you are right there with the move to 12 speed and sort of tighter tolerances demanding a better hanger interface. Maybe, I mean, I am really guessing here, but maybe this will see the introduction of um, direct mountain in a bigger way. However, you'd think, well, why have they ditched it then on the mountain bike side? Uh, sorry, the yeah, the mountain bike and gravel bike side where it's been gone on mountain bikes since like 2019-ish with the XTR group set, the latest mechanical one. So... Yeah, quite quite an interesting one. Yeah, you've got a you've got a thing that Shimano has you know d- designed the internals of the rear derailleur as well to compensate a little bit for this and work with it. I would say um, the faceplate where 105 is printed on the rear derailleur looks very similar to what I've what I've got on my 105 Di2 mm. test group set mm-hmm. now, and therefore it's similar to Altegra Di2 and Durace Di2 because that's the way Shimano does things. Yeah, it looks like that the the chain you know the the crank set as with previous sort of dual method group sets that Shimano have launched in the past looks to be identical. So yeah. you, could, you could just pick one up, chuck it on and use another one. It wouldn't be a problem. You could swap it off bikes if you wanted. Um, so I I would I would have expected Shimano to have done a little bit of work on this, especially as they sort of held it back for a year. So you've got to assume that there's been some mm. work going on in the background. Um, whether that's related to our previous topic around GRX or not is is yet to be seen under yep. the skin. But, you know, I reckon uh, Shimano, Shimano aren't going to, I don't think they're going to release a group set that doesn't shift properly. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Looking at the other group set components, you're totally right. The shifters um, look weirdly like the 11-speed one. Something we were quite surprised to see is that they haven't adopted the sort of shrouded design which we have seen with the latest DI2 road bike group sets. I mean, honestly, I, I bear in mind, we're only looking at small photos here. Like, they look identical to me to the current 11 speed one again with the caveat that the internals will have been updated but again yeah the cranks look very similar the dra- uh, the calipers look the same like it, the 105 di2 definitely sets the scene here um but there's i'm sure plenty more intrigue to come with 105 Tosspin mechanical i'd be disappointed personally i'd be disappointed if we didn't see sort of dura ace or ultegra rivaling shift performance from the previous generations the mechanical 
generations that you had previously. So um, that's R8000 Ultegra and uh, R9100 that I'm running on my on one of my older bikes right now. Mm-hmm. It's a it's the sort of the pinnacle of the mechanical group sets in 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 my opinion for all the ones that I've ridden before. So I decided to fit it to my bike. I would be disappointed if I didn't get similar shifting performance mm. as I got on that. I mean, it's it's a rim brake um, uh, group set, my one. So that's, it, you know, I can't compare brakes at all. But I, I, you know, if this is to be Shimano's top level mechanical group set, and presumably it's going to be cheaper than a DI2 group set. And one would hope. One would hope, exactly. You know, and this is going to offer people the, you know, the best that Shimano can manage you know, for a, for a consumer market, then I, I kind of want the shift. I want the shifting to be really good. I suspect it will be. What do you reckon, Simon? Yeah, I think I think it will shift like incredibly well. Uh, you know, I, I was riding a Trekamonda ALR5, which has 11 speed 105 on it, very recently for mm. a review, and that was great. You know, like when, I think you know with mechanical group sets, it's 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 kind of important to remember that when everything's set up nicely with mm. brand new cables and all that stuff, everything works perfectly, and often the kind of degradation you get in performance is due to you know cable stretch housing wear that sort of things and you know like so if you keep on top of it 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 can be beautiful i think the differences with shimano 105 that we're always going to see compared to ultegra endura ace is is those kind of like you know the shifters are going to feel a little bit sloppier Mm -hmm. there'll be more play in them the cassettes are generally not as not as quiet you know the check like my like i've got dura ace on my bike now because i'm a very lucky boy and um it's it's just, cycling media one percenter yeah it, but it but it's just so quiet you know it it's fantastic. incredible whereas when you're on a 105 105 bike the chain the cassette the, the chain rings they're just a bit noisier they're a little bit more clunky you know front shifting rear shifting never misses a beat really really good but um but yeah i, I think it's that kind of just that level of refinement i, I wouldn't expect at this price point I'm definitely a man of the people riding with my 105 shifters, the left one of which is broken, so I use a downtube shifter. A 105 derailleur. Like your hero, Lance Armstrong. Precisely. An Altegra front derailleur, and then I pair it with EE brakes, which completely and utterly uh, blows wow. my argument of... That um, EE brakes that you can't set up properly? Uh, well... Wow. Simon, wow. I can set the brakes up properly. I just refuse to buy the correct cables for the job. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. And there we are. To bring it back to the the latest 105 group set, one thing I was disappointed to see is that the lever um, hoods just look incredibly bulbous, like the old ones used mm. to. Very tall. I know that they're not particular. They're they're fairly narrow, and you can get your fingers around them, and that's fine. But you still get that kind of protuberance at the top of you know your hand. Excellent word. Good word. And you've got your fingers wrapped around them and. That disappointed me, I have mm. to say, um, because it, it it makes the group set look aged already because that's how it used mm. to look. It may not bother everyone, and that's fine. But And as long as it performs really well, I think that's probably the main thing. And as we've said, it probably will. Shimano, uh, Simon, I'm going to give you a Shimano pop quiz question, <laughs> which I don't think you'll be able to answer because I can't. And I know everything. No. Uh, <laughs> well. did, did Shimano make a small hand version of its 105 shifters for disc brakes or was it only for rim brakes uh they certainly did for tiagra was it tiagra? i don't think they made it for 105 on the disc brakes no i believe that was a tiagra a tiagra level product all right um, email us if we've got that wrong you know call us out for being yeah gets who don't actually know anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but, go on but yeah no i kind, I kind of would, will, will second ash's thought on that i, I think you know, the performance will be fine like i i have ridden 105 uh, R7000 extensively, or R7020 shifters extensively, I should say. And ergonomically, they're very good. You know, that that kind of bolt, that 
bulbous area on the top of it your, your hand, hand wraps underneath it it's not really a problem they just don't look as good especially on if you like narrow handlebars like me they can look except they can look exceptionally large if you run mm-hmm. a very skinny bar like it's not a problem yeah the performance will be fine but i but just like with grx i, I won't hide my kind of disappointment that it, it just feels a bit lazy that they you know i don't want to be sound too harsh but Wow. It, it it it's just kind of like if this is if this is a new group set, I want it I want it to be new. I will caveat that. I'll put my little cautious editor's hat on and say maybe they will. For all we know, these could well actually just be the same shifters. That's that very true. And there may be plenty more. In fact, I can guarantee there'll be plenty, plenty more to come and to be revealed with Shimano's new GRX group sets and 105 mechanical. And where else will you get that information but bikeradar.com? If you don't already please subscribe to our podcast because we will be bringing you all the news around these two new group sets as we get it. Or head over to bikeradar.com, maybe even sign up to our newsletter where you'll get the very best of tech news direct to your inbox twice a week. Final thoughts. Ash, Simon, if you had to fight between the two, (laughs) which of these two new group sets would you like to test? Ash, we'll go with you first. Uh, Well, I I suspect Simon might say the same thing I'm going to say, but I'd like to test the new 105 mechanical. Uh, a because I've had the 105 Di2 for a, for a long period of time up till now, um, and I also did a 105 uh, mechanical uh, a group test uh, of maybe I'm going to say nine months ago now. Oh yes, of bikes equipped with of bikes bikes yeah, with uh, with one of yes, and um, I came away really impressed by that, and it would be really nice to sort of do the same do the same again. You know, see it applied to different different bikes. You know, we're working not now working with the electronic shifting, working with mechanical shifting. Mm-hmm. Remember, so cable routing is incredibly important, especially mm. when it's internal. So I want to see how it performs across a number of bikes draw some conclusions from that so that's what i would like to do simon i think if i was being sensible i probably would say 105 but I, I, to be honest like I, i'm not that excited about this group set like it's <gasps> nice to it's nice that it exists it's and I think lazy it's and you're not excited god you're gonna have shimano on the phone to you simon <laughs> you know to, to me this kind of looks like they've added an extra cog updated the shifter internals and then just gone <sighs> great that'll do i could be completely wrong and i hope i am yeah I hope I am. But I think for me, the more exciting new features appear to be on GRX. And so, yeah, I think, you know, given it's much easier to write interesting content about (laughs) exciting (laughs) products, I think I'd rather take GRX. It does feel like a shame that this didn't come sooner. Yeah, mm. but yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, and okay, I can understand potentially Shimano not wanting to launch too many group sets too close to each other and wanting to separate 105 Di2 to 105 Mechanical. But actually, you know, if if any of the reception that I got from, oh, where's my 105 Mechanical 12-speed group set? And in that moment, from my point of view, all Shimano has done is frustrated the market there. Mm. Um at least from what I've what I'm able to glean anecdotally from people who I've spoken to. Yeah, I, I think the critical thing for me will be how much does it cost because with mm. SRAM pushing down prices for its wireless electronic group sets, you know, ever more they're down to Apex now. We've got Apex at the bottom, Rival, Force. You know, like if the, if this is not if this is not super cheap, I just I can't really see why I wouldn't kind of go for the kind of wireless electronic group set from SRAM for a road bike. Now, I, I agree. Yeah. If you really like mechanical group sets because you just don't want an electronic stuff on your bike, that's absolutely fine. And I'm sure this probably will be the the you know, it's still like an incredible performing option, but I I just like 
you know, I, you know, obviously we're here with, you know, free bike nerds and we love new shiny mm -hmm. things. And I just, I, the magpie in me is, is not quite as impressed as a like, Ooh, cheap wireless group set. So, you know, we'll just kind of have to have to wait to see really. Yeah. Great closing thoughts. Thank you very much. Both very diplomatic answers as well with the group set fight question. You will not be reprimanded after this <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you have any thoughts, questions, or actually, you know what would be really good? Any good leaks. If you spot <laughs> the group. <laughs> yeah, that'd if be you, nice. Yeah. If you have Don't to, send them to anyone else, just to us. Just send them to podcast at bikecreator.com. Give us that juicy scoop. I'm dying to... Uh, yeah, if you work for Shimano and you want to <laughs> and you want to be a whistleblower. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I want to hear it from the audience. Send that to podcast at bikecreator.com. And until next time, speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Bike Radar Podcast. If you've not done so already, please subscribe and share with your friends or leave us a rating if you've enjoyed this episode.